Welcome, and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Renny Dran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we unpack the Players' Championship and recap a recent round at Corica Park's new North Course. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Randy Duran, join my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. What's happening? I'm excited to be back. We had a really fun week in golf. Prolonged week. Yeah. Um, got a Monday finish. A Monday finish with the players. We got a recent round um, here at Corica Park that we can touch upon before we get into the players. Um, and then we can get back on our on our betting life and see how we're doing on that. Right so, on. Um, yeah, I mean, we got to play Corica on Sunday. We played the North Course, which is half done. We got to play the the I don't know what nine it is. I assume it's the front nine. I'm guessing it's the first nine, right? Given where the the tee, tee box, box is, on right? For one is, um, it's pretty sweet, dude. It's been we, closed we, for, we a played, for a while. We played it two times through. Uh, when did it open? Like December, right? Yeah, I played it once before. I think maybe even, maybe it was like January or something like that. But got to play it once before. Uh, you were able to take carts on at that time for some reason, but not this time, which is, which is a little weird, but, um, it was, I mean, I really liked it. I mean, what'd you, th- what were your yeah, thoughts I, I'm on it? curious to see how they do how, what the second nine holes is like. I mean, right. it, it's fun. There's really no other course and, and place that you can play in California like that. Maybe like right. Spanish Bay, but, uh, the bunkering is all the like old school pot. Pop bunkers, right? Like the wall. Uh, with the wall. Um, and it's it's very true link style. Right. But, but it's fun. It's fun. It's wide open. Um, however, don't get in the fescue that lines right. the course. Um, all kinds of little swells and bumps and mounds that protect it. Tight um, lies around the greens. Tight lies. Elevated to, yeah, greens. Tight lies around the greens. Elevated greens. Big greens. Yeah. Uh, I thought but, that was one thing that really was cool about the course is how it protected itself with the undulating. Yeah, because uh, it's not it's not long right, at all. Right, at least right now. I think I've heard them say that they were planning on extending like or or lengthening the course somehow with the tee boxes. I was actually trying to look for spots where they could do that on the on when we were playing. Yeah, I, I didn't don't really see, see too many. many. I don't think it needs it. I don't think it plays that short mm-hmm. really. And, uh, I mean, we got wind on the second time we looped through right. and, and it started to definitely make it, make a difference. And I think where that course is set up is, is there, you'll definitely get some wind quite a bit to help kind of protect it as well. Right. And they were saying that we got to play with a couple of guys, uh, who had played the course before and they were saying that he, sometimes they can actually lose that course if it, or the greens because they're so undulated that if it gets completely baked out, um, it makes it really difficult. Yeah, it yeah. was hard to get anything really close to the flag stick. I mean, if you had a wedge into it, it'd be a lot easier. But anything from about 150 yeah. yards out, it seemed like it wasn't really going to land next to the flag. You have to land it in a certain area and hope it kind of funneled down to. Where yeah, it was. know the greens and kind of some of the the swells of the greens. A lot of a lot of greens or a lot of pin placements on like knolls too. Yep. So you could, you had to pick on where you know which direction you want to essentially go up the hill to the flag. Yeah, definitely. Um, I made the adjustment there from the second nine or from the first nine to the second nine. I just started playing tons more bumps around the green and yeah. was using my 48-degree wedge um, instead of trying to go high and land them. Yeah, I think I made the same adjustment on, on the second nine there too. Was uh, um, For some reason, my 
shots around the green were stopping short. So I just started being a little bit more aggressive. Um, but it definitely made a difference if you were going uphill or downhill. Yes. So anything downhill was really, really tough. I would definitely would have bumped something like that um, for sure. Uh, did you have to hit any of those out of those bot those I, pot bunkers? I had no. I did not hit into a bunker. <laughs> um, I did hit into some some big fescue, and I got some true link style bounces right mm-hmm. off the bat, where my my balls landed and took hard left bounces into some shit. But uh, no, no pot bunkers. Uh, luckily, although I, I, I was kind of I kind of wanted to hit out of one, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, you got one on the very first hole. Very first hole, I thought I hit a really good shot too, and uh, just went it went right in. Um, the sand was just tremendous. It was you could tell it's just whatever they got going on there. It was super fluffy and easy to hit out mm-hmm. of, but I just couldn't get it high enough on the first. Yeah, one. dude. I mean that you're going into that that greens elevated is fucking. That's a tough shot. This is. I mean, it was it was taller than I am yeah. trying to get out of there. But it was still it was still fun to try. Like I mean, and you got it out. It just got caught on that little crest and rolled back in, yeah. unfortunately. But yeah, it uh, it's cool, dude. That's a real cool track. Like I said, I'm very excited for when they finish up the other portion of that and to play a full 18 out there. Yeah, because that's again, I've never really experienced anything like that. In California I totally agree. Golf. Yeah, I, and I, I totally agree with that sentiment. It's it's a it's as unique of a course as there is out here. Uh, it has that classic look and it's out here in California. You know yeah. what I mean? It looks like old, you know, um, Scottish or, yeah. or English style golf, Irish golf out there. Um, how do you think you played overall? Um, I did not play particularly well, but that's okay. I, I, I rebounded. I did shoot better. I mean, I actually played decent. My problem is I'm just not trusting my, uh, my minor grip changes and stuff quite yet. And I think, uh, I, I think I did a much better job of that once we had a little break and came back and played around. I, I played better on the second yeah. go around, and I and I just had a couple bad breaks. But no, I mean, I'm I'm still hovering right there. I, I'm I feel like I'm really close to putting everything together. Um, I just got to adopt the trust mentality a little bit more mm-hmm. from my my practice sessions to the course. But no, I I putted. I had some good putts. I had some terrible putts. I'm not used to like linksy style putting like that, so there was definitely some very bad putts. But um, overall, I thought I played pretty well. Uh, once I got my game off the tee better, played a much better back nine or second nine, and 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 I thought I chipped and played around the greens well the entire time. Yeah, you had that bomb putt for had a bomb putt for a birdie, for a birdie. too, which was nice. Like I said, there was some real good putts that I had, and then there were some terrible putts. Yeah, it definitely matters where you are putting from as well. If you land someplace that's, you know, you have to go up and over something, it's a little bit easier easier than if you're going over something and then down. And I felt like I was, that's where I was dealing yeah, with Yeah, I feel like you can kind of psych yourself out on those greens, getting yeah. too caught up in the undulations. Yeah. Um, you, you know, if there's a bunch in front of you, you may just be best off trying to take it like almost like it was flat. Right. And, and, and they weren't super fast, but you can see how those greens could if they got if they got. Oh yeah, quick. if it's windy and warm. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, what? So, I mean, what do you think was your strongest part of your game overall? I don't know. Shit, probably hitting middle irons and stuff. I don't. Yeah. I didn't really miss any of those shots. Um, good wedges into the greens too, but. I was disappointed in my tee game a little bit. And I mean, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, I would probably say just hitting like mid irons. I hit really well, even though I'm, I may have mid been just off on some greens. I, I was trying to leave them short and play from the front versus mm-hmm. trying to come back. So yeah, I would say all my middle irons were probably the best portion of my game. What about yourself? Um, I'm still not that great off the tee box. I feel is uh, probably not my strongest uh, part of my game right now. But I really think I putted well. Short game was good. And uh, my iron iron play was good, except off the tee for whatever reason. Like hitting off of a tee with irons, that like, throws me off my game somehow. I don't think I did particularly well on the on the par threes out there. Mm. Um, there was that one par three that was on like a down slope on the tee box, and we had yeah, to go that was that that's a weird one. I did not like that hole. Yeah, I missed the green both times there, and I on the one you made birdie on. I I missed it left on the first try there, and I made the green the second time, second loop through. Yeah, but it was just barely on in the way way back. So I mean, if I had to pick something, I would say that overall, I think I played pretty smart. I had several birdies. Uh, there was that par five. The I think it's the first par five. The second time second. we went through, and we were playing those guys um, in match play or best ball, but match play style. And uh, I just yanked it completely left out of bounds and had to tee off, had to re-tee hitting three off the tee and got a, and managed to save a, or managed to score. I scored a, a bogey, a net bo- or a bogey. Yeah. So I came back and essentially had a, I played that hole at birdie mm-hmm. after coming back from that. And normally it would be over. That'd be double bogey or worse for sure. And yeah. so to come back and kind of do that, I was really uh, proud of myself for, Staying in it mm-hmm. and trying to get a, a respectable score. Yeah, you hit a really good shot in there into that green. Um, other than that, I made a, I made some really good putts. I three putt only a few times, and that's not too bad out there considering how difficult those greens are to put on. So I'm just hoping to get a little bit more consistent off the tee to where I can get some of that distance back. I do like playing the fade because I don't get in as much trouble. But um, definitely losing some losing distance. Losing some yardage. Yeah. So... Yes, you and I both get that T game going back. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's that's probably where I would leave it. I really like playing that type of golf out there. It is fun. With the wind, it adds a little bit more of a challenge. Um, I don't want any wind that, like we saw uh, out at the players uh, no, this sir. weekend. Not at all. Should we just get into that? Yeah. So, winner, Cameron Smith. Players Championship, 40th time out there at uh, TPC Sawgrass. Uh, we didn't know when this tournament was going to finish, if you asked us on Friday, because it certainly seemed like these guys or the, the weather was just not going to cooperate. Yeah, nasty weather Thursday and Friday. I mean, yeah. shit, they finished up round three. They were finishing up round two yesterday morning. Yes. And then they had to cut them and then loop back and get back out on the course for Saturday's round. So, um I mean, kudos to the powers that be for getting it all jammed in and done. Yeah, uh, a lot of the players and you know everyone who was talking about it just was going on and on about how the the maintenance crew out there made it happen and how great the course held up even after all that rain they got. Uh, and that that had to have been the craziest struggle with weather I have ever I've I can recall at least in recent memory. I'm sure there are there have been days out there, but. It really seemed like those guys who got caught up in uh, on what was it? 
Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. They, they just, yeah, unfortunately never stood a chance. Yeah, I feel like that was like a, a death sentence to several you know big guys. You had Kepka, Morikawa, Scheffler, and Shoffley all out there going into the water. Yep. Um, I mean, derailing derailing round or, or tournaments it was uh it was crazy yeah they, there was there was a ton of bad shots uh there were so many bad shots and i mean like jt said it best he like what he hit a he hit a pitching wedge a hunt a hundred and or 80 yards and 189 yards in one day or something like yeah, that. yeah yeah same with keegan bradley hit a nine iron at, at like 90 yards and then he hit one 208 going into the window oh with the window is back Absolutely insane. It was fun watching the guys struggle through it because they had to get through it. You know, they're they're going into their bags. They're really pulling out some really cool shots. Yeah, all the all the stops, right? right. Flighting the ball much more mm-hmm. uh, than than you would see. And uh, yeah, dude, that was that was again probably one of the crazier things you'll you'll ever watch if you watch golf. Um, and to have it at the players at a kind of iconic venue is is pretty pretty cool. Um. It was a little bit bonkers Saturday. Yeah. I mean, there's no chance at holding that green in those conditions. Exactly. I mean, JT hit a six iron into it. And watching Kepka and the Marakawa groups go through there, it was just like, what what can we do? Like, there's nothing that they could possibly do to, to hit that green. Do you call a tournament there? Or do you pause it for a little while, wait for the wind to die down? Like, what is the cap on that? Yeah. No, I mean, I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe if they hadn't postponed two days and stuff, mm-hmm. right? I feel like they were kind of put behind the eight ball in that position. They had to. Where they needed to get it done and if they were really going to get the tournament done, right? Because right. you can't end on a Tuesday because that fucks up this week. Not that anyone cares about the Valspar this week. Right. But, um, there's still, you know, guys that are committed and sponsorship obligations and all this stuff. So... I feel like I, I I don't know. I would think yeah, if, if they had finished uh, Thursday and Friday rounds just as usual, mm-hmm. then probably they would have postponed that. Yeah, because remember they they were doing it at the Genesis last year. Remember when it got crazy windy at the Genesis? Yeah, and, and they, they paused play, and the the ball was like because they just kept rolling off the greens everywhere, and they mm-hmm. couldn't even putt and stuff. So I would think so. I think just uh, again the circumstances dictated that they had to just go out there and tough it out and for guys like jt if you got caught in that morning wave that had to go out there um you just you got screwed yeah (laughs) it was uh, speaking of jt it was great watching him just put on that show and make the most of it i mean i think he shot even par out there in those in that crazy crazy of conditions or close to it um shaping shots left and right high and low i mean God, it it was it was just something to watch. I mean, it was like a solid, I don't know, 90 minute stretch there where he just pulled every single shot that he had out. It seemed anyway, complete command of his game. Uh, much like last year when he played that tournament. Yep. I bet if he wasn't stuck out there in the in the terrible conditions, he would have finished even closer to the top. Yeah. Um Sunday or Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically Monday, right? So I mean, the last nine holes were were extremely interesting. You had a lot of guys shuffling, moving up and down. You yeah, had, everyone within kind of the two to three shot range there. Yeah, um, you had Cam. You had Cam Smith bogey three in a row after jumping out to a nice hot start. Yep, coming right down to the field, and, it, and you can almost sense like, okay, what's going to happen here? Who's 
who's in it. You know, all of a sudden Paul Casey's, you know, in his group, he's in it now. Um, Lahiri struggled and came back. Yeah, Lahiri struggled and came back. That was incredible watching him. I mean, he had an outside chance there at the very, very end to tie it and force a playoff. Um, but it was just an impressive show by Cam Smith down the stretch, just putting. Yeah, dude, he was nails with his putting. On the back I mean, nine, he he won. He had putted. the most one putts just in general on right around there. Right, but in the back nine, he the only putt he missed was a sixty-three footer. That was the initial putt he had on 16, I believe, to to get a, a birdie on the hole or after being in jail, essentially, on the yeah. uh, uh, in the trees left. That was incredible. That, yeah, he was rolling the rock. It was um, pretty damn fun to watch. Um, the situation with him and Casey off the tee, too, did you see that? Like, So Casey hit his drive. Uh, I think they're tied at this point. Casey, Casey went his, into a divot, right? He landed in a in a pitch mark. And yeah. Because it wasn't his own, he didn't get relief. So it was like literally where someone else's ball had landed. I'd never seen something like that. But still, you think that he's in the middle of the fairway, he's going to be have a better chance than uh, Cam Smith, who's absolutely in jail. I'm thinking this is where the tournament's going to be won or lost, or at least for Cam Smith, because if – he doesn't get out and hits a tree right there or something because he was in several rows mm-hmm. of trees. If he doesn't make make it cl- uh, cleanly out of there and have a clear shot at the green to try to um, save a par here, Casey's in the middle of the fairway. It's looking like uh, you know he he has a chance of taking the lead here. Not how it went down. Casey was completely screwed. Um, had to lay up out of that divot. Um, ended up missing the green. Uh, on the recovery and then i think he netted the uh a bogey there when he could have really put the screws yep 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 and that's just golf that's just crazy and his attitude about the whole time seemed really cool i mean i've talked about paul casey's attitude before when we were talking about uh during the olympics it just seems like he's got such a good head on his shoulders uh whenever he's in these types of situations or whenever you see him talk He's just like an all one of them all around good yeah, guys. Yeah, well, know? he's been playing for a long time and in the for spotlight sure. for a long time, so he's got a good perspective of it all. Definitely. Um, yeah. Then Lahiri has a birdie putt to possibly force a playoff and just misses it. He really went for it. It was fun watching him uh, all day on Sunday. He yeah. was really going for it. Yeah, he was coming back and forth. He went down. He got an eagle to get him back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people, a lot of names that were up there and kind of in contention, just a little bit off. Um, Hoagie made an eagle and was right back in it for a second. Berger was making a little run up until the uh, water issue. Um, it was it was anyone's for the taking. So it was some good watching on a Monday. Uh, speaking of Berger, we should just put it in right now. Talk yep. That issue he had with... Uh, Hovland and Joel Damon. Yeah, so I just saw them. I saw the tail end of it, and I heard Faraday talking about it, how he saw the shot tracer. But I just, I, I didn't actually see what happened afterwards. I, I, I went and did something, so I missed a little bit. So basically, it's uh, Berger hits a shot into the water, and and the dispute is where it went over the point and, of entry, and, because then he that's where his drop is from. Right, right, right. and so. Uh, Hovland and Damon thought that it went out like right away from the tee box, like before it even got to the fairway. And if you look at the shot tracer, 
Not saying that's the be all end all, mm-hmm. but it's it's several yards in over the over the fairway and then fades yeah. out. Now I'm not saying that's 100 percent accurate because both Damon and Hovland said you know they both agreed separately. You can see them talking to the rules official and they both agree separately um, without consulting each other on where it went out. Mm-hmm. Then the rules official goes, well, it's not something that I can rule on. You guys have to work it out, work right? It out. Come to an agreement. And so at that point, it's like, I mean, what's, what's Berger supposed to do? Be like, fuck you guys. I'm going to, I'm going to drop where I think I were, went out or because he, and then he was telling them, he was like, you know, I completely disagree with you guys. Yeah. I, he goes, I've never taken a bad drop and I don't want to take one now. And I, I kind of sided with him, um, in, in this regard. Um, there's just got to be a better way to fucking handle something like this. Why can't they use the, the technology, video? right? And they try to uh, say they don't have video footage of it. It's like, yeah, you do. You got fucking 15 cameras yeah. on this hole. What is it that Shot Tracer um, does then exactly if you can't tell where it went in and went out? You got lasers that can pinpoint where everything's at out exactly. there and they're on every goddamn hole as well. So, yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, that, that for me, it, Burger was in the top 10 at that point. Um, and I bet him to top 10. So that was, that was a, a tough break for uh, Danny Boy there. And he kind of never recovered coming down the stretch after that. I think, I, I think I know why it happened. I think Hovland and Damon were just fucking tired of this motherfucker's putting routine. <laughs> Have you seen what this fool <laughs> no, does? No. He takes. Forever. Forever. So now that I've mentioned this, you're going to see uh, in tournaments in the future, you're going to see them cut to Berger putting if he's in contention. And then they will literally leave. They'll see him lining up his shot and they'll leave him to go to another go shot. Go watch another and shot. And then they'll come back. And this is after he's already lined it up. So his routine is like this. He marks the ball and leaves the ball in front of the mark. And then he stands there with his caddy behind him. Which used to be, or which in, in since it's marked and the ball is still down, the uh, his caddy is allowed to go behind him and essentially he lines up the putter head and tells him, okay, right there, lines him all the way the fuck up, okay. So then the caddy leaves, Berger steps away from it, goes back, and this is how they circumvent the rule that you can't line up your player. Uh, he puts the club face down again with the with the ball marker, pulls the ball marker. And then fucking goes. It takes forever. It takes so long. Sounds like a process. And so I guarantee, I guarantee you, if if I had to pick any reason for Hovland and, and Damon to be dishonest about where his ball went out, that has to be it. That they're just fucking tired, pissed of off. To be like, all right, you want to slow it down? We'll really slow it down. We'll put you way back here <laughs> off the tee. Oh man. No, I I haven't um, taken note of that, but I, I'll. I'll look forward to it here and see see <laughs> that's it's fucking frustrating that sounds man. quite ridiculous whenever he's in contention i just can't get past it cuz they they'll go to him and they'll do like the playthrough thing and so yeah. you get to see you get to see him line up his putt for an entire next commercial. To a capital one commercial yeah and it's just by the next next thing you know it's it's been 3 minutes and he still hasn't fired yet damn yeah that's frustrating um i'm sure i'm sure it is i would i think Joel Damon probably plays pretty fast and hovling the same so um, who knows? Maybe that that was a little gamesmanship going on. 
Um, but yeah, overall, very exciting finish. It was hard to get into the tournament Thursday. Obviously, can't. Well, can't I mean, on it's Friday. you know, you, yeah, you don't know a what time it's going on. Yeah. Friday was just basically a no. Nothing yeah. even happened. Thursday, you know, we got it off early, then a little delay, then kind of finished up the, the early morning wave. At least got to finish. But yeah, it was a little tough. Even into the weekend, just because, you know, the lack of kind of the traditional being able to watch it. But yeah, uh, once we got there, it was a great, it was a great weekend yep. and a great finish here on a Monday. I, I, you know, Monday, Monday finish was solid. Yeah, it's good with, good with me. Uh, it does, I feel like the atmosphere suffers a little bit because the crowd is obviously thinner yeah. on a Monday finish. Kind of uh, sucked the wind out of, out of everything. Um pun intended but yeah no it was solid absolutely great cam smith paid, played great he went out and, and won the thing yeah dominant performance the shot on the final round on that shot on 17 by the way i wanted to ask you pretty ballsy do you think it was ballsy or it was lucky do you think he was trying to put it that close i think so i don't think he was paying too much attention to the scoreboard okay. and, and uh you know you know was just going out there yeah i do because I, I think he knew how well he was putting and Trying yeah. to keep the one putts streak going there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that I mean that was, and then I mean he goes out on on eighteen and his driver, which he definitely didn't need to do that. Yeah, and, and uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say it's ballsy. Good, I feel the same. Uh, any of your bets hit? You had some good ones, dude. Yeah, so Berger was right there. I thought I was gonna get the double. I thought I was gonna get a triple for nice. a second. Uh, <laughs> fucking Louie just totally played like shit on the the final round. But mm-hmm. HV three the bomb uh, that I decided on right here last week at plus eleven hundred came through. Um, I was damn. a little interested, or I was a little worried in watching the round because I was like, "Damn, I haven't seen Varner." Like you know, usually yeah. on the final round, I need to. I would you know, if they're showing your guy, that's typically a good thing, right? Um, and if he's not getting any coverage, he's probably bogeyed. But he was just, uh, he just wasn't on that front page of the leaderboard. But he was right there. He was uh, even on the day, and then got a couple birdies on the back nine. That that was that was good enough. Keep get him in there. I think he got him tied for six or tied for eight, something like that. Incredible week for him. Yeah, gets a huge payday. Huge payday. I can't believe is that he was that that price. Um, dude's won a tournament. He always plays well in the Florida and kind of like the southeast coast swing mm-hmm. as a East Carolina boy that he is. Um, so I, 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 yeah, I was very surprised to see him at that number. But yeah, that's a, a nice hitter. Um, no need to ask about mine. I am ice cold officially. The Piper has come. Oh, dude, two weeks without hitting a winner. Yep. That's all right. It's two weeks. Uh, I didn't even see where Finau finished. Uh, I, he, it was an afterthought in the tournament. Shoffley got... <laughs> Shoffley was one of the, the casualties. Um, and then Neiman, he was up there in the top 10 all week. And then Sunday, look, he didn't have a good round. So can't win them all. I'm not even going to bet on the Valspar, I don't think, this week. No, I don't think I'll bet on the Valspar. Either. Everyone's gearing up for the Masters coming up. Um, we got Valspar, then we go, uh, I think we got match play after that, too. I'll definitely watch it. Which is always match fun. Play. Match play is a, good, a great betting experience. Yeah, that'll be my first betting experience on the on the match play. Um, What else? You got any golf coming up this week? Um, Not... 
planned, no. Um, try to get out to the range and work it, but I don't think my issue's on the range, really. I need to just be playing more and getting my back to my routine and my trust mentality. Yeah. Um, I might play Poppy on Saturday and Bayonet on Friday, but it all depends on the weather. It might yeah, it's rain supposed to be raining, right? On Saturday. And I was looking at it. It's supposed to rain like all morning and early afternoon. So it's looking like it might just be Friday. So we'll see. Cool. Um, up and down. All right. You want me to start? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. So ups. Um, Harold Varner third. Fucking making a lot of money this year. Good work. Um, hitting the winner for me too. We'll take that. Um, I forgot I had another up. Damn it. Um, bummer. I, I forgot my other up. Uh, but, and then my downs are uh, Nellie Corda, best we get healthy. Uh, oh, she, yeah, she went man. to the hospital with a blood clot. So um, hopefully it's all kind of taken care of and preventative, but let's, let's, let's wish her a speedy recovery and she's back and doesn't miss any significant time and back battle and Jin Young Co out for uh, the world number one. And then my other down is uh, rest in peace to my, my favorite wrestler probably of all time. The, the, the great Scott Hall, Razor Ramon passed away this afternoon. Um, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan like myself I mean, or not, if you're just a kid that grew up in the 90s, you got to know Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. So uh, RIP to the bad guy, a legend. Yeah, sad to see him go. Um, and definitely scary to hear about what happened to Nelly too. Um, yeah, dude. She's out there golfing, just practicing, and all of a sudden something like that can go so down. her arm so. felt funky. And yeah. Then, yeah, so um, yeah, hopefully she's okay, man. Yeah, hopefully it's just something that they caught plenty of time and it's minimal recovery period and she's back to normal in no time uh up for myself i'm gonna say the return of draymond green to the mm -hmm. golden state warriors that's yep. an up um uh, i'm gonna say an up is uh Corica's north course yeah I, dude it's that's that was fun i'm really excited to see what the finished product is of that um yeah it was just a really good time out there playing yesterday and then uh, for down, I'm going to go Daniel Brugger's putting contest or put putting, putting routine. routine. Um, God, dude, I just can't. I couldn't get past it. I was as I was watching it yesterday or today. Um, I had, I was changing the channel because I just could. <laughs> I was getting frustrated, man. I don't know what else to do, and it's just like everybody else has their shit together and has it figured out. I mean, you got Keegan Bradley taking his time doing his aim point express shit. And he even gets his stuff done yeah. before Burger. So I don't know. Um, I've heard. I, I thought I had heard before that he was slow out on the course, but I hate to keep shit on the guy for it because he's such a damn good player. But that's a down. Um, and then down, obviously, if it rains on Saturday. So nothing to. And uh, oh, oh, and my and my uh, my my picks lately. Those are down. So all right, we'll be back. We'll be back. Um, Plenty know. of winners that you've gotten on here yeah, over the, over the season. Definitely, definitely. So we will um, – I think we can be back next week. We'll be coming back from the Beach House Monday. Uh, maybe we can pot on Tuesday or something like that, okay. do a recap of the weekend and the Valspar. Sweet. See you next week. All right. Peace.
That does it for this episode of the Sandy Parts Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week and follow us on Instagram at Sandy Parts Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit them straight.